Good afternoon and welcome back to Coffee with a Kick. I'm Xander, he's Keegan, and we're here for match day, what is this, 26? Review uh, a, a truncated selection of matches for this weekend with there only being eight during the weekend. Liverpool got their action out of the way early in the midweek and, uh, uh, and then the Chelsea, because Liverpool and Chelsea played. Who won that one? I didn't actually look at that. Who, who won between Liverpool and Chelsea? Liverpool won with pretty much their academy team. Really? And they won in extra time, I believe. That was the 118th the, minute goal. Well, there you go. 118th minute goal by Liverpool's academy team to win. the. That was the Carabao, right? Yep, Carabao Cup For the final. Car- the Carabao Cup. So good on Liverpool. They've got one trophy. Uh, we'll see if they can collect any others. But since they had that match on Sunday, they got the weekend. Well, whoever they were playing got the weekend off. Uh, whoever was playing Chelsea got the weekend off. I'll eventually get my facts straight. It was Tottenham. Tottenham and Chelsea got the weekend off. No, no. Tottenham got the weekend off because Chelsea still played a game. My goodness. What a solid start to the episode. Anyway, we're gonna just, I, let's just roll into it because... I'm obviously at the top of my game right now. Uh, so the first match for the weekend was Ars- oh, oh, my goodness, <laughs> Aston Villa and Nottingham Forest. I guess I tried to smush them all together. Uh, this weekend, pretty good job by us. Five and three, both of us. Uh, with we we missed one, uh, two of them together. And then we swapped on a different one. But for this one, we both got it correct. I thought it would be 2-0. You thought it would be 3-1. And it ended up being our... My goodness. Aston Villa's way. Watch your language, mate. Watch your language. Yeah. Aston Villa's way uh, with that victory there. Uh, Where'd he go? 4-2 over Nottingham Forest. Yeah, I mean... Nottingham, end of first half, beginning of second half, looked decent. I wouldn't yes. say they looked great, but they did get two goals within, technically, within minus two minutes of each other, if we're going 45 plus five mm-hmm. and 48th minute, but say la vie. But then, you know, I mean, Aston Villa, I never felt like they were going to lose the match. They still were the free-flowing team. Bailey had a nice strike there in the 61st. I mean, Douglas Louise ought to have had a hat trick. He had a couple of free kicks there, 65th to 85th minute. Didn't take one, hit one into the wall. But, yeah, Aston Villa, I mean, they looked like they were back to their form. Uh, it could be deceiving, but it was it was a good game. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, it was Nottingham Forest. But, yeah, after that quick start that they got off to uh, with the Ollie Watkins fourth minute, uh, yeah, it, Nottingham made a game of it for a while, but once once Leon Bailey got the 61st minute goal, um, I mean, it was that one kind of put the nail in the coffin because not only was it putting it up four to two, it was also a really sloppy giveaway by Nottingham Forest that mm-hmm. released Leon Bailey to get it in there. So it was not only not only the going down by two goals again, but it was the manner in which it occurred that kind of hurt even more than it would have otherwise. Still, you know, Nottingham Forest, you can't hang your head too much because you did come back um, a little bit. But still, yeah, Aston Villa getting back into the swing of things. And we'll, we'll see if they can carry this through, see if they can keep some of that upward pressure there on the top three. 
uh, we'll have to see, uh, to the next one, uh, which you got exactly correct, Brighton and Everton draw one to one. In the end, a gutsy draw by Brighton after the 81st minute where they got a red card. Um, you know, should you be in that position against Everton? No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be down 1-0 and then get a red card uh, and then have to fight your way back with a 90-plus-5 Lewis Dunk header. Uh, but that is the situation in which they found themselves. And, you know, in the end, you get the point out of there and you'll feel like you, you earned that point. You stole that point, really. Yeah, crushing blow for Everton. Yeah. I mean... Like, all they had to do was not give up a goal, and they gave up a goal at the death of it. Like, I I felt for him. I was rooting for him to get three points, get back on track. But, yeah, that was uh, especially 10 men. If it was 11 yeah, men, it'd yeah. be fine. But 10 men, that's tough. Yeah, it pushes their, un, their winless streak to nine matches in a row. However, they do suddenly jump up to 15th. Uh because Brentford and Nottingham Forest both lost. So, you know, Luton, you don't have to do much here to uh, uh, maybe scratch your way out of the the, the uh, relegation zone. I mean, you're at 20 points, uh, three losses in a row. doesn't look good. You have Villa up next. That's not great. But, you know, Brentford Ooh. and Nottingham have Chelsea and Liverpool, respectively. So, you know, it, it, it's... It's really tight there uh, for that eighteenth spot. Even if even if Burnley and Sheffield aren't going to be pushing at all, that I I just don't think they're seven points out of eighteenth uh, and eleven points out of seventeenth. So I don't think that one's going to be making much of a difference. You're not going to double your point total in the last you know quarter of the season. Essentially, um, you never know. You never know. You never know, but you kind of know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then we get to the. This is the one we both got wrong. Uh, this next one up here, Crystal Palace and Burnley uh, did not have obviously a three nil victory for Crystal Palace in my books. Now I didn't have a straight red in the thirty fifth minute by Burnley either. Um, so it was. Oh, that was the next match. Uh, yeah, and and really. I mean, it was that. What was he thinking? Their goalkeeper, there, Burnley's goalkeeper, a terrible, terrible decision by him to try to play the the pass up to his central defender, uh, James Trafford. Yeah, really yeah. put Brownell in a in a hole there, and he got a. It was a deserved red. I mean, he was pulled down a man in an obvious goal scoring opportunity. So nothing you could do now. It took them to the 68th minute to convert on that, which is a long time. But then in the next 10 minutes, they got three goals. So, you know, they, they finished they finished it off there with, with considerable plumb. Yeah, you felt it coming. Yeah. I mean, Burnley was just trying to hold on for the point. It didn't really feel like they ever really gave Crystal Palace a test. I mean, I think that they didn't even have any shots on target. Yeah, zero shots on target, two yeah. shots total. It it really felt like they were just parking the bus, trying to get something out of it. But once Crystal Palace broke through in that first goal, it was yeah. it was destined to be a slaughtering. And yeah, like you said, 
within a 10-minute span, 11-minute span, they scored three goals. So done and dusted. I feel bad for Burnley because it was just a self-inflicted red. There's no mm-hmm. need for it. And, yeah, that's that's a blow for them, but really good for Crystal Palace. I feel like yeah. Crystal Palace isn't – I don't want to say they're safe yet. They say 40 points is that, like, safe number, but – Getting a win versus Burnley effectively keeps them in the Premier League, and I think they'll feel that. I think they'll feel it. Yeah, yeah. They're now eight points clear of Luton in 18th. Yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, 40 points you can say without consideration of what the lower teams are doing, you're safe. This season, I think you hit 30. Uh, if you can hit 30 here shortly, I think you'll be good to go because it's not like Luton's going to suddenly – change who they are you know they, they had that bit of a swell there, the bit of the swell being two draws and a win uh well winning winning you know uh, they they won three out of five there uh in mm-hmm. late december early january uh to december late december the month of De- uh, late december through late january they won three out of five which helped them get to where they are now but they have fallen off a bit since then uh the 3-1 loss to sheffield i think is going to really hit them just that 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 may be the turning point back downward uh from there yeah uh but i won't linger on luton town anymore because their match happened in the midweek uh more more appropriate to our conversation is trap game manchester united and fulham i think i called this one pretty 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 good Exciting match this United Fulham. It was back and forth action. Now it yeah. took it took both sides a long time to convert on anything uh, with the the Calvin Bassey sixty fifth minute goal. But you know Manchester United had two would have been goals if it had not been for in in the what twenty sixth minute. Uh, we had our good friend there, Jedi, Anthony Robinson, with a goal line clearance on a Garnacho would-be goal. And then uh, the goalkeeper there for Fulham saved another Garnacho goal in the uh, the the 40th minute. Uh, Bert mm-hmm. Leno. Bert Leno from Germany. Uh, yeah, really good by, by him to keep Fulham... Uh, level and then the 65th minute goal there by by Bassi yeah it was really nice uh not quite the right super sub for you uh, uh in your in your call out it was Harry Maguire and and not uh McTominay Scott McTominay uh oh wait you know never mind Harry Maguire was actually in from the beginning um but still not exactly who you'd be expecting to score the goal um yeah tough goal too i mean i feel like yeah. Leno had the ball and then he just spills it, and it just falls literally right, right to Maguire's foot. So, like, I mean, Harry Maguire is a product of right place, right time, look really good kind of player. It, it was a Harry Maguire goal. He did nothing for mm-hmm. it. He just happened to be right there. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I really thought it was going to end 1-1. And then, and then 94-7. And then Adama Traore siding. Uh, oh, yeah. streaking up the right side like I'd seen him so many times before, but this time he was able to feed it over to Iwobi. He didn't have to rely on himself to score. Good ball through to Iwobi, and he put it away uh, deftly there in the 90-plus-7 to give Fulham the full three. There you go. There you go, my friend uh, Flynn, 21. A nice win there for Fulham. Trap 
game indeed, I feel fully vindicated. I mean, not only did we go five and three, I also called this one quite well. Um, the, you actually missed that one. Now, the next one was Bournemouth and Manchester City. This one, not as exciting <laughs> as as the United-Fulham match. Uh, 1-0 victory for City, so they got that job done. But it, it wasn't, it, again, it was not a pretty win for City. Not a ton of chances. They, they didn't give up a ton of chances to Bournemouth. Um, quality chances that they have in some of the previous ones. And there were some good signs from, from Erling Holland. Um, that, I mean, the goal that Foden got was because of Holland making uh, a, a, a opportunity for himself that then Foden was in the backside of play for. But it was, yeah, it was, it was not a great match for City. It was one of those, you know, let's get it done. Let's get it over with. We'll move on to next week. Yeah, I mean, we really missed De Bruyne from the start. He came off the bench there at the end. Mm-hmm. Sure, there wasn't a lot of creativity in the midfield. Uh, there was Foden, but it really felt like we were waiting for Bournemouth to just give us the goal. It wasn't really, it didn't really feel like we were creating much. And, you know, it wasn't quite the six to one drubbing that I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But the issue was, is that I meant the FA Cup midweek game. Was gonna be six to uh, one. Gotcha. Easy I mean, mistake. Easy mistake. Yeah, it was, to make. This is the FA Cup recap, but I feel pretty okay with City beating Luton six to two in the FA Cup. Anyways, this game, you're right. At Bournemouth, we got the first goal. Bournemouth, I mean, they scared me there for a couple of minutes, but it really felt like we have the win. Like, let's just kind of save some legs, let's pass it around. It didn't didn't really feel like we cared much at the end to like go get another goal. Yeah, the 67th minute was the real real scare there, but uh but it got uh but Ederson punched the ball off the line. Uh yep. but that was yeah, it was like it was like halfway over the line. Yeah, it was it was close. It was for sure close, but he he managed to keep it out. Uh only just enough that you could win the match. Uh, and that was it kind of was a good encapsulation of the of the match itself. Like you did just enough. Just enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then to a team that did more than enough, Arsenal beating Newcastle 4-1. to one. Uh, We both thought that this would... Oh, oh dear. You know what I've done here. You actually went 4-4. Four and four. I did it again. It. I did it, it again. again. You said it would be a 1-1 draw for Arsenal-Newcastle. Proof rate recap videos where you've given me a boosted. No, 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 no. The, the really midweek, the midweek, I, I told you correct. You went three and three, and I went four and two. In mm. the mid, oh wait, what? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, I went five and one in the midweek. Oh. Wow, crazy, 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 man. Uh, but yeah, this one, this one was never close for Arsenal. Uh, where was this team in the Champions League is my question. Uh, because they, they, I mean, th- that own goal in the 18th minute was a goal. I mean, it was, it was an earned goal. Um, it was just unfortunate that it ping-ponged around back there on the line uh, mm-hmm. and actually ended up being an own goal by Sven Botman. Uh, but the, the rest of the time, I, like, I never felt, it was really a consolation there in the 84th minute for Newcastle. Other than that, this was all Arsenal. Yeah, it 
this game really showed me that Arsenal is all in on the Premier League and not as all in on the Champions League. It kind of yeah. feels like Champions League would be cool, but they, I mean, even Arteta said in the post Champions League press conference that their minds are on the Premier League. So I don't know why you would want to say that as a manager, but he said it. And I, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see how they progress. But beating Newcastle, albeit a depleted, not very good Newcastle side, four-one, still impressive. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was good. Um, I, I really liked the the run that Martinelli made to give Kai Havertz his goal was really nice. He, great diagonal run on that one. Um, and <clears throat> Newcastle needs to brush up on their their corner kick defense. That's really what it comes down to. Um, yeah, but not. It was if you're an Arsenal fan, great game to watch because you looked you looked like your you know top of the table material in, in it. Um, then uh, we go to Sunday with a match that we both got correct, just definitely closer than we thought it would be. Uh, we both had I had three nil, you had four nil. End up being a one nil victory for my Wolves against Sheffield United with a nice Pablo Sarabia goal there. Uh, in the thirtieth minute, mm. uh, it was yeah, it was a fantastic, fantastic ball forward there by by Al Nuri um, to find to find Sarabia. It was really good stuff. You know, it, it's so bad for Sheffield United that there was a VAR check for a red card for a conflict between Sheffield United players. There was a little shoving match at the top of the box. I think it was it was soon after, I think, uh, the, the Wolves' goal, where, where one of the guys almost got a red card for shoving one of his teammates. That's not a very good sign for Sheffield yeah. United going forward. Yeah, another one. This kind of felt like the City-Bournemouth game. Early goal. Early in the first half, yeah. we did our job. Let's just get out of here. Wolves had a couple of chances later on, but like really it was just no. possessing the ball, kind of playing some defense. Sheffield had a few attacks that looked semi-dangerous, but never anything that you thought they were going to take any points away. <laughs> you know, it was so messy that Sheffield United actually managed to get more shots on goal. Now, some of those were just like dribblers that Saw picked up. Uh, but he did. He had some had some important conversions. I was really missing uh, Kuna's speed up top. Uh, he mm. was out for this match, and I feel like that that vertical stretching kind of did hold, hold back uh, my wolves a little bit. Um, I it was it yeah very similar to the I mean not to the same quality obviously but but not very similar to the wolf the the Manchester City match where at least we held on to home court you know. Uh, it puts us up, well, we're now in eighth? All of a sudden, oh, no, we're ninth because West Ham United uh, did what they did in the next one. Uh, we were in eighth temporarily, mm. but now we're back in ninth. Um, speaking of West Ham, they did end up with, this is the other one we got wrong. Uh, West Ham United figured it out against Brentford, uh, winning 4-2 to two after dropping three in a uh, yeah after dropping three in a row um oof, and being winless in their last six so you know listen i'm not always a trends guy but sometimes you look at things and you're like you know they're not playing too hot i did not expect them uh to have a jared bowen trep uh, hat trick uh 
with two of them coming in the first seven minutes. Got off to a firecracker of a start because it was it was two one a quarter of an hour in. Yeah. Yeah, really. I thought it was strange how they started off both teams really wanting to attack, both teams getting good goals. And then it was just dead until the 63rd minute, Jared mm-hmm. Bowen getting that hat trick. I At halftime, I really thought it was going to end 2-1 to because yeah. the first half really ended kind of dull. Neither yeah. team looked energized. Something happened in the locker room. West Ham goes up 4-1 with the 82nd minute, gets that consolation goal but it was a good goal though i mean both both the late yeah. goals there the 69th minute by emerson and the 82nd by wissa really stellar goals um oh also uh, uh jared bowen's i think it was his second goal right hold on let me make sure let me get my note here no it was his, his first goal uh first goal by jared bowen uh really nice outside of the foot in bender on the near post that one was really nice. A lot of good goals in this one. Emerson's long-range curler to the far upper nine. That was great. And then Wissa's uh, kind of a low low strike uh, coming through there was was good as well. Started about a, a yard and a half, it looked like, outside of the post and curled it in. So really good goals. I mean, Brentford, there, there was a... I mean, they went they went back to 4-2. There's a little bit of momentum there for Brentford, but it was already the 82nd minute. And, and they, they couldn't do anything um, to put further pressure on West Ham. Um, and this was uh, West Ham's first win of 2024. Yeah, West Ham's first win of 2024. <laughs> that, that reminds me, it was, that was that one's Fulham's first away victory since week one. Wow. Um, yeah, so that Fulham, you've talked before about how they're kind of uh, a home their their best action is at home yeah they had not won uh, a match away since they beat uh, uh everton 1-0 on mm. august 12th uh so you know wow. it, listen the best time to do things is now right so i'm sure they're happy to get that in the books uh i'm happy to get Hold on, let me go over here and uh, just make sure that I got this. Yeah, I'll have to update that. But yeah, that brings us. Like I said, we are we. I was five and three. You were four and four. On the match week, match day twenty seven, bringing our totals to. I am. I've almost converted. We'll see. We'll see. I might be able to undo the badness that we did the previous match day, where we both went three and seven. Might be able to sneak a seven and three in here, depending on the Chelsea Tottenham whenever it gets rescheduled. But currently yeah. one seventeen and one forty one, and you are at one twelve and one forty six. Coming, uh, I'm coming. Yeah, you are. You we're we're hold. We're trying to hold steady here. Is what we're trying to do. Uh, yeah, those back to back weeks there in twenty one and twenty two, where you went three and seven two weeks in a row, that was tough. That that was tough stuff. Yeah. Uh, but we look forward to the next match day on the weekend upcoming. We'll be back with another episode later this week for that. Uh, do we want to hit our trivia for the week before we go? Yeah, trivia question for the day is when were the only other two times that Fulham has won at Old Trafford? The only other times that Fulham has won at Old Trafford. Two so separate years. Yeah, two separate years. So we're just looking for the years that 
Fulham has won it Old Trafford. Got to tell you, I have, I have no idea. You could give um, years or like a time span, you know. Okay, well then I have an era when, when I would guess, and I will make that guess in our next episode. Uh, until we meet over there, what? Um, <clears throat> why don't you go ahead and grab your coffee, watch some soccer, and we'll see you on the other side. Hello, mom.